I just want to see these kids and be there for them and, you know, make sure they're getting exactly what they need because I feel like I didn't get what I needed either, you know? You owe it to them in a way. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's full circle. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm giving back what I didn't get, you know? You are now watching Whole Creations. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is Amanda. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. So Amanda is is all the way in Anaheim, California. I'm here in Chino Hills, California. We are just meeting um, through our friend Katrina. A lot of you guys have heard Katrina's um, podcast from a month ago, and she's been a big blessing to our podcast here at Whole Creations. So um, shout out to Katrina out there. Now today, I'm going to interview her friend, Amanda, who I believe has a lot to give to the table. So Amanda is a behavioral aid to those with special needs, and she works one-on-one with them and pouring into them, giving them love, giving them grace, working th- with them on their goals. So all you educators out there, you know you know what we're talking about. All, all you paraprofessionals out there, you know what we're talking about. We, we are doing what we're doing for these kids for these young adults, for these teenagers to know that they were made in the image of God and helping them to know that they have a purpose, no matter how hard or difficult it may be. We know that the the seeds that we sow, it's going to bring some great fruits out of it. So we know that the students that we work with today are going to bear great fruit for tomorrow. Man, I feel like I'm preaching right now, but hope... <laughs> whole point is we're here to help you guys out there watching or listening right now because we know that it can be discouraging at times working this field we know that um things can get kind of discouraging at times but we need each other to um to hold each other accountable and to find encouragement in this um, field so with all that being said amanda okay (laughs) Tell us something random or hilarious about yourself. Okay. So when I was growing up, you know, junior high, high school, I didn't have, we didn't have smartphones, you know, we didn't really have too much computer access and I'm with, I'm a blended family. So there's, I have five siblings and we only got one hour each of computer time for homework. (laughs) So if I wasn't reading, you know, bored out of my mind, I would go into the bathroom and then just like, look in the mirror and just like do this like crazy acting scene so like i I would literally just like look in the mirror and just be like i know what you did jared there's a whole soiree downstairs and i can't stand it like like i would do this whole thing and then my brother would like walk in and be like what are you doing and it was like every time it'd be like some different like dramatic scene but the the fun part was like am i gonna get caught someone gonna see me doing this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Um, to piggyback off of what you're saying, I actually do. I did a lot of scripting a lot growing up for myself. So <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, ever watched Rush Hour? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, kind of kind of inappropriate, but I would always be like, I would always like say these were like these scenes that Chris Tucker would always do. Um, or like Star Wars, um, I love, I could remember the whole first, mm, the first technically 30 minutes of like the first episode of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. So nice. like 
I would always script Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn. So yeah, I, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a theater kid, but I still am, you know, I try to do performance when I can, but I don't know. I just, it was fun to just create a character and then just have to like do it on the spot, you know? <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. That's funny. That's funny. Um, oh man. Yeah. So I like that. I like that a lot. So <laughs> it, you don't do theater all that much anymore? Or? Uh, just because I'm really focusing on school because I want to be a special education teacher. So that's where all my time and effort is going to is my education. And then once I have my own classroom and have some free time, then I'll try to dabble back into the theater world. Okay. Okay. I, I could see you. I could see you doing theater with your students one day. Who knows? Well, you know, I actually, I'm, I have a whole, I ever know exactly what I want to do with my classroom and I have a whole day dedicated to readers theater too. So it's just like, (laughs) I have it all planned out. I'm really? so excited. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm I'm excited for you. That's good news. I ooh, I can't wait. I could see that being on TV one day. Who knows? Like <laughs> teacher working with students on theater. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. So what gets you out of bed in the morning when it comes to working with people that have special needs? So actually I, you know, I'm, I was always bright and, you know, happy child and everything, but I struggled in school with math and science. And, you know, just because I was bubbly and talkative, you know, all my teachers were like, oh, she's fine. She's fine. So I feel like personally, I kind of scapegoated through the system. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until college that I actually qualified with disability services. So I was struggling all this time and I didn't even know until college. And so, sorry, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> so I know what it's like to struggle and um, you need help. And, uh, you know, and I, I want to be that help for kids that need it, you know, because it's like you could be kids on, you know, with disabilities that you could be super severe or you could be super high functioning. Like there's such a range of where you're at, but you still need help no matter what level you're at, you know? And I just want to see these kids and be there for them and, you know, make sure they're getting exactly what they need because I feel like I didn't get what I needed either, you know? You owe it to them in a way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's full circle. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm giving back what I didn't get, you know? Mm. I, I really, really applaud you for that. And for really, um, I'm, hey, can I just give you a round of applause for a second? Like, really? Like, um, sometimes in our lives, we've gone through things so we could be there for other people. And we've always heard that. Um, and you, you, you know, you knowing my story, right? About how. Yes. So it, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes in this fallen world, we, we have gone through things and we may have not gotten the help at, at the time, but we, push forward. So like for me, I'm just uh, um, share a little bit of my, of my story for those of you that don't know it out there. Um, it's diagnosed with autism at two years old. And when I first started working at my school um, that I worked at three years ago, I remember seeing these behaviors, like these big behaviors. And at first it brought like these traumatic experiences in my mind of my own meltdowns. But that was motivation for me. And I knew it was God saying, Hey, 
extend that same love and that kindness that you wanted growing up, extend it to them and, and be that, that person that won't neglect them, but share with them. Um, there's actually a verse coming from the Bible into my mind right now. I believe it's Ephesians four. It talks about how, okay, I'm just going to paraphrase it the best I can. Um, Ephesians 4 talks about that whenever you extend, whatever words you speak of necessary evocation, it gives that person grace. So when we're speaking words of of kindness to somebody, God's grace moves through our words towards that person. So I love speaking words of greatness over my students because it helps them to grow. So in the same way, going back to you, Amanda, because this is about you, not about me, um, or about, you know what, it's all, it's about all of us. So you being right there for your student in the midst of their pain and their struggle and what they need, that little girl, Amanda, that went through what she went through back in middle school and elementary, that girl is rising up and being healed as she is serving those around her at her current job. <laughs> I don't know if any of that just makes sense, but <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. So I'm I'm really happy that you're in this. And I really do pray God would continue to reveal greater things to you during the season as you're getting your is it your bachelor's or master's? Bachelor's and teaching credential, yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm I am excited for you and um yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I personally, the college couldn't diagnose me with anything. You know, they just say like you qualify or you don't. Right. So I'm actually really been trying to pray that God will reveal what's going on in my mind. Yeah. You know, just because I mean, I, I'm full functioning, you know, I live on my own, everything's good, but yeah. I, I just, I have questions, you know, that I, I want to better understand myself, Yeah. you know, yeah. And I want to make sure that, you know, I know me fully so I can fully support my students too. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we, we all go through that self-discovery as we're growing up. And so how, how old are you? If you don't I'm 31. <laughs> Girl. Yeah, dude, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, and I, I, I don't want to bring me back into this because this is about you, but just to <laughs> piggyback, because I, I, I guess the thing is I'm relating to you mm-hmm. because the thing is sometimes in my mind, I, I have like these ADD moments where like my mind goes somewhere else and then it's mm-hmm. hard for me to car- compartmentalize things. But God is teaching me just to bless my mind. He's given us authority. He's given us power. So I bless my mind to stay focused. And so I pray the same thing in in situations that you're in that through God's grace, it would work perfect in your weakness. So, yeah. Oh, please. And thank you. (laughs) I definitely get very easily distracted. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and sometimes like whether it's the devil or sometimes I don't think it's the devil. I think it's just us. (laughs) Um, Sometimes like when I get off focus and I get distracted, I, I end up beating, I'm my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. You, you feel me like yes <laughs> so there are times where like i'm working with my student my mind goes elsewhere and then but in those moments i have to not beat myself up mm-hmm. i really have to learn not to beat myself up and just say you know 
opposite of what, what I'm feeling, I'm going to keep moving forward because the easier that I move forward in truth compared to my feelings, the more easier it is to get back on track. Well, so I think it's also a strength, you know, that mm. if educators struggle, you know, they can understand, they can empathize. I feel like it's more of a blessing than it is a curse because mm. I've seen educators who, you know, in their eyes, they're flawless, you know? And so I feel like there's this weird power struggle because they don't just see their students. And I don't just, don't just mean sped, you know I mean? Like just all students, you know, it's just, there's this like weird level of a hierarchy and it's like, no, like we're all learning and growing together, no matter what level you're at. Mm, mm, man, that, that's soothing to my soul. Sometimes <laughs> the man with the position or the woman with the position, they like, I'm here to teach you. I don't need to know anything, but that's pride. <laughs> oh, students teach me things all the time. One of my students in the, So I work in a severely handicapped class, right? And one of my students taught me how to do the voice, the voice thing on Google, because she can't type that well, but she can tell Google what she wants. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's such a great skill that she knows how to do to help herself. Mm. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Finding ways that help you do what you do, what you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. That's good. Oh man. I'm, my heart is touched. My heart is <laughs> touched. So mm, thank you for sharing that. I, Man, see, like the these students, they always teach you something and they teach you to be like a child again, in a way. Like there's this one student that I've, I haven't worked directly with him, but I always see him around the school. He's in our element. He's in the elementary class. Um, he, the way how he lives his life, how he plays with rockets or how he plays um, ball and how he's just so free. It makes me want to be like that. Even as a 27 year old, six, one tall dude, like it just, wait, I'm not six, one, I'm six, three. Uh, oh. The whole point is it makes me want to live and be free and not take the limits off myself. So. That's so true. I think that it's so nice to see the world through the eyes of someone who just gets to slow down, you know, there's not all these demands, you know, all the time. And it, it is beautiful. You know, I, you know, I feel like I look at nature a lot more because a lot of times, you know, I have to sit outside with one of my students because they need a break mm. or, you know, it's snack time or whatever it is, you know, but I'm just sitting there and we're just hanging out. They're eating their snack, enjoying it. And then it's like, Oh my gosh, like, mm. look at that roly poly. There's a lizard, a butterfly, a bee. Like it just, it's nice to just appreciate everything around us. I like that a lot because you're more observant and yeah, I, I live right next to a park. And so it's true. Whenever I walk around the park, seeing these goose or seeing these ducks just in the river or seeing these turtles. Um, yeah. The students teach you how to be more observant because you're being observant on in their path. And so in a way it helps you to be more observant of the things around you. I'm looking at the park right now, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but yeah. And no, then, Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I, I like hearing you talk. Oh, thank you. Um, I, you mentioned earlier about, you know, if there's like a difficult situation with a student and, you know, I find myself like in times when 
you know, I'm really struggling and I'm frustrated because I don't think I'm meeting my students' needs. And I walk outside a lot with my students. She travels very slowly, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but it's so funny. I feel like, I don't know. I think God always brings me a butterfly. I know it's so random, but I just like, anytime I'm really frustrated or something's happening, there'll just be like a butterfly that will just like swoop by. And I think that's just like God being like, you're good. Like I got you, you know? And it's just like, you know, there's this verse, Philippians 13. I, I urge you not to focus on the past, but to, I'm paraphrasing, but to strive forward towards the future. And I know that's about salvation, but I also think that that applies to me when I'm working because it's like, okay, what happened, happened. It's okay. Nothing's perfect. We're going to move on. You know, yeah. we're going to strive for the hope, you know, the, what's going to happen next. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Because sometimes like in the, the muck, the mud tries to slow you down, but wow. God, you're so good. Um, what keeps you in the mud is you continue to focus in the mud, but what, your thought life when you when you realize you have the mind of Christ, that's what frees you from the mud, and you're able to walk out of that mud a lot more quick when you're focusing yeah. on. So, like Philippians four, where it talks about um, whatever is pure, whatever is just, whatever is right, whatever those things are praiseworthy. I'm paraphrasing the heck out of that verse. <laughs> it, it gets you out of that 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 ugly mud real fast. I really like that analogy because I can literally like you see yourself like like getting out, you know, of the mud because that's how it feels like, you know, when you're when you're like, oh, no, like my student had an accident or she's all dirty and I have to change her, whatever's happening. And I'm just like, ah, you know, because sometimes you can't prevent it. You can't prevent it. You know, you can't. You <laughs> like things just happen, yeah. you know, and then, but you can't blame yourself. Like, even if, you know, I moved everything off the table, like she is so flexible. She will just whoop and like right. chuck something and, right. you know, and it's like, I did everything I thought I could do and it still went wrong. And you know what? It's all good. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like, you know, I know no matter what, you know, I'm there to serve my students and good or bad, we're just going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, the cool thing is too, Amanda, is um, you always say like the, the butterfly reminds you of God sharing with you, hey, I got you. Let's fly along. Um, God reminds me every time it's 828, it's about to be 828 right now. Like every single time that time comes on, I look at it randomly uh, during the day. It's mm -hmm. God reminded me of Romans 828. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And so- I love that. Oh, like the, since COVID happened, actually, that's happened to where like whenever I'm going through a weird season in the past three years, like different seasons have come. But whenever I'm like going through an off weird season, I, I look at the time and before you know it, it's 828 a.m. or it's 828 p.m. And so it's God reminding me, hey, I got you. All things are working together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So it's been kind of a struggle. Um but lately I look at the time and it's 828. It's weird. Or I'm going, I'm picking up my students. It's 828 AM as I'm driving to pick up my students. And yeah. so it's God reminding me of, Hey, I got you. All things are working together. So I know like if things may not work out in this season, um, I know that in the future, because not everything has to be done all at once. We always no, think it's like, 
it's like we're in this like whole novel series and we have no idea how it's going to turn out you know like we don't know it's like we're going through the books (laughs) and so like man i'm using here's another analogy like we think that everything has to be situated by the end of episode two let's say but really god may may say hey like let it go may happen in episode six like Mm-hmm. So I, I'm learning to be okay with that and to be comforted in in not knowing what's going to happen. So like I I have full faith that one day I'm going to see my students in the future again. They're going to be living out their dreams, their callings, there, and being like Mr. Ryan and like I like it, as they have a deep voice during that time. <laughs> they're not going to be saying Mr. Ryan. They're Mr. Ryan. The whole point is. Not everything has to be situated all at once. So, no, it gives and you that more. does the same for you know our careers or getting married or whatever. You know, there's like this oh, man. this societal standard for everything, and it's it's not society standard. It's God's standard for you personally. Everybody's path is different. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you. <laughs> well, I feel honestly okay. So, I, sorry, I'm rambling, no, but like ahead. you know. I, all these student teachers come in and they're like 21 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like 10 years older than these people, you know, and I try not to get down to myself. I know that God has, everything in my life has happened for a reason without a doubt. Mm. And, you know, I have years of experience in the classroom, like seven years experience. And so I could personally go into any classroom on campus, even if I don't know the subject, but I can talk to them and connect with them, you know? And it's like, I know that those student teachers don't have, that gift, you know, of just being able to connect with students. Just, I think it also helps with theater too. I'm I'm not afraid, (laughs) but, but even that I was meant to do theater, Yeah, you know, because it's like, I'm able to talk in front of whoever, anybody, you know, even like, you know, the bad kids. Yeah. God put it on my heart yesterday. There's these girls that always are ditching and doing who knows what, but you know, God was like, say something nice to them. It was just on my heart, like, say something nice to them. And as they were leaving, I was like, hi, ladies. I hope you have a happy and safe spring break. And they're like, oh, my God, you too. And they were so nice. And it's like, you know, I think those, you know, bad kids, I feel like they never really get a positive interaction with an adult. And so that's why they keep acting out because everyone's just like, well, they're bad. And we're just going to we don't respect them. And we're going to continue to be mean to them, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. But it's like if you were just nice to them maybe they would actually stay in class and wouldn't be ditching. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, so I don't know. I went on a whole tangent. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think that's true though. Like we, we label things. We label, Oh, that's an awkward person. Oh, that's a gossiper. Mm, oh, that, mm, nah, I, that's a weird dude right there. We label, and by the way, how we label them, we treat them like that. My gosh, that's so true. Wow. Just so you know, God God's ministering to me through you. Just so you know, so, <laughs> so um, yeah. So, do you have any encouragement for other people who work with special needs people that you want to give? Yes, just know that. Well, one for sure. If you are unsure of something, ask, ask, ask. I don't know how many times that I've asked someone else for help or just I wasn't sure about something or, you know, because every single student responds differently. Right. So, you know, one student, you could be more firm and be like, hey, like you need to put your backpack away or another student. You're like, hey, you ready to have goldfish later? 
oh my gosh, okay, so if you want goldfish, we got to do this first. You know, so every kid is so different. You can't talk to them all the same, you know? And so just figuring out like who your kids are and their personalities, but all that ties into like, if you don't know, like I would suggest not just like, (laughs) I mean, I want you to be confident, but you know, all these kids are triggered different ways and, you know, need certain things. And so it's really helpful if you ask if it's, you know, you're working with them, but if you're already working with them and, you know, all of that, I still ask, (laughs) you know, I've been in a classroom, this classroom for a year, um, even though I've been with my student for three, but, you know, there's some kids that I don't primarily work with and I want to make sure that I'm doing right by them, by doing right by what they need. So communication, I think is definitely like the number one, you know, just working with these kiddos because it's like, you don't want to set them off. And I've done that. Oh, I hate it. I like accidentally like say the wrong thing. And then the kid is like, no, you're not. And then, well, the staff is like, oh no, you weren't supposed to say that. And I'm like, oh no. And now they're crazy and running around, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, and take every day, you know, as it is, find something to make you smile, laugh at yourself because, you know, nobody's perfect except for God. <laughs> and, um, you know, give yourself, I think you mentioned this earlier, give yourself grace. Mm. You know, and just the kids know your heart, you know, whether your kids can communicate with you verbally or not, they feel your heart. They know that you're there with them. You know, like my student is nonverbal primarily. She uses an AAC device to talk. And um, but there's moments when like she'll just hug me like out of nowhere and she'll just like lean her like head on my chest. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like she knows I love her, you know, and it's like you don't need words to express that. You know, I'm like tearing up, (laughs) but it's like, you know, just give yourself grace, ask questions, laugh at yourself. You know, it just, it's like, you're running a race. You just got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's so amazing. Cause it's so true. Um, I can relate to you when you, when you said like, you'll say the wrong things to the, to the student and they'll set them off. Oh my gosh. And you don't know their behavior plan. And so it, it, yeah, no, I get you on that. But yeah, it's in those seasons where there was actually, you know what, here's something encouraging because I want to remain positive. Um, I remember like three years ago when I first, when I first worked with this one student and he got into this huge rage and this huge meltdown and it was bad. But then two years later, I've seen the student excel so rapidly. And now he's in um, what they call like the transitional phase period where like they're about to like, they may phase out in a few years. But the good news is compared to back then, like now I'm more confident being around that student. So it's amazing how God really will allow you to see these students' growth and you'll you'll see it. You'll see how the Holy spirit works through these students. And now that particular student is doing a presentation from the classroom. So it's, it's it's beautiful when you can see how God improves people, like how he improves us in our own circumstances. That is so true. And I think for every person, whatever your ability, disability, I think everyone has room to grow. You know, and that might look differently for everybody, you know, and it's just being, how do I say, I guess, open and 
just knowing that everybody's growth is different. Did I just say that? I feel like I just said that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, cause I feel like, you know, you think like, Oh, well, everybody's supposed to do a, B and C, but for someone else, it might look like EFG, mm. you know? So it, everybody's path is totally different and that's okay. You know, like I love the adult transition program, but I think that's so cool. Like I've seen students that I've worked with since like they were in like a freshman in high school and now they're in the adult transition program. Cause it's at my campus, the school that I'm at. So yeah. it's like, I can, I see a lot of the students I've worked with in the past when they were beginning and it's so rewarding. It's so awesome. Yeah. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh. Like you take the bus on your own. Like you go to work, like you go like, Oh my gosh. Like I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there, yeah, this, this, this field can be rewarding when all your heart is in it, but when you feel that like God's calling you to something else, um, for a greater purpose, for a greater reason. Don't judge yourself. Don't be critical towards yourself. Um, like, like you said, Amanda, God has different plans, different things, different seasons for different people. And so there's more, there's more I want to share, but I'm not going to share all of it on this episode. Um, I'm on, an, I'm on an interesting journey right now that God is um, doing. And so to all you guys out there, there's more to be shared. Um, in the next coming weeks. So that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm excited. Um, and I know I'm going to see some great things happen with my current students. So I'm, I'm not worried. So, yeah, I'm actually, uh, I hope this summer to start my own YouTube channel. And I just want to talk about, you know, my journey into becoming a special education teacher. And then also just like, just like terminology and like, things that people don't know, because when I was researching about, you know, being a high school SDC teacher, I didn't find anything. Mm. So I really want to, you know, be a voice and be like, Hey, if anybody else is out there and wants to, you know, know about it. Um, here I am. Yeah. So my YouTube channel is going to be called, um, salty in lit Mm. because God calls us to be the salt and light of the world. I like that. I like that. And also I like, my last name Salgado means salty in you know, Spanish or well, salt. And then I'm all about, you know, trying to help kids comprehend, you know, to me, every, all learning is literature. So mm. there's like a double meaning there. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, especially like the salt and lit. How you... <laughs> I like that. Salt, and salty. it's also like the like you know it's hip now all the kids say like oh like that's salty or like lit you know so i'm like i'm trying to be up with the times you know i work at a high school okay <laughs> no 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 I, fair enough that's funny that's funny oh my gosh <laughs> well anyway um do you mind actually do you mind praying for everybody out there that's kind of like going through an interesting season at their workplace if you don't mind oh not a problem at all all right all righty Dear God, just thank you for this time. This, you know, I know it's virtual, but it's a communion, you know, we're gathering together before you. And I just pray that you encourage all these aides and paraprofessionals and all these people that are working for you, for these kids. And I just pray that you give them strength. I pray that you give them encouragement. I pray that you give them fun and laughter and hope, you know, and I just, I want you to just be there with them, even in the hardest parts and just help them know and understand that, you know, you are giving them 
all the power and strength that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, even when it seems like you're doing the total opposite. And I just pray that you continue to just fill their hearts with happiness and to just shed your light on those kids. And I know most of these public schools, you're not supposed to preach or anything like that. And that's totally fine. But I know that just sharing our love and through our works that is showing your love. And I just, I pray that somebody who's watching this is encouraged today. And I just hope that they continue to just be a light for these kids. And that just know that every repetitious thing that they do will pay off. I've seen kids just, just grow and grow and grow. And that is possible for them to succeed in whatever way that is. So God, I just thank you. And I praise you. I thank you for calling us to work with these kids. And I just pray that you just keep us, just keep us enthusiastic about it because I know that it can be draining, but through you, you know, you can be the source of all of our joy. And I just thank you so much that I got to be here. And I pray for everyone out there that they have a wonderful day and that, and they're all happy and safe in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, sister. All right, everybody. Well, we hope you have a great day wherever you are at or a great night. Maybe you're in a different country. I don't know. But we hope that you have a great time, a great journey. God bless. Bye. Bye, Amanda. (laughs) You have just finished an all new Whole Creations episode with Amanda and I. Stay tuned for next week with Mr. Dylan Harris and I as he shares his story of working with people with special needs in the high school. Thank you so much and have a great week.